This is the way. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. And welcome to episode 136 of A Spoonful Podcast. I am your host, Evan Dickens, here with my co-host in crime, Brian Galloway. Brian, how about that title? I like that. You know, it's it's like I always say, snapping necks and taking checks. I mean, no, I'm, right. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. But um, no, hello, Spoonies. How are you? Hello, everybody. Um, I'm, it's uh, Spring is coming. I'm happy. Weather's good. Um, all these things, you know, we had Earth Day the other day. I actually did my part and went out and helped uh, do a beach cleanup. I'm, I'm getting back in the swing of things. Summer, spring and spring is my favorite time of the year, followed by summer. So I'm, I'm yep. really, you know, I'm getting all energized and ready to go. Same, same here, except that uh, tis the season for sneezing, as I say. Uh, other than oh, that, it's, um, it's good. But it's, hey, we're coming off of season three finale of the Mandalorian. So, you know, we always talk about Mandalorian. We did kind of a Mandalorian kind of mid show. We kind of talked about where it was going or thoughts of where it was. And now here we are after the finale of season three. So I'm looking forward to talk about some things we maybe liked about the season and the show entirety and the storyline where we think it may be going. Some of the rumors that are floating out, around about what's next uh just just some thoughts because this was a very what i would call brian an exhilarating season it was very heavy action-packed in my opinion which was amazing you know not it wasn't well i mean there was other there was definitely action-packed throughout the other seasons but this one to me there was just something every episode to me that just it just kept me hooked i mean there was a couple in the middle that were a little bit slower we can maybe talk about the storylines, but otherwise, it was. I mean, this this show is just awesome. I just love this show. It it is every week. There's something that you're in, enthralled by the by what's going on, and I have to tell you, this is definitely one show that I look forward to seeing. I make sure I'm in a comfortable chair. I got my mm-hmm. blanket. I got it's dark yep. in the room. I do not. This is not something I watch while I'm while I'm multitasking. Right. This is a show I have my full attention on. Very similar to you know, and, that, and that's one thing I do miss is um, Bad Batch, who I, again I, I will tell you is as good as Mandalorian, even though it's an animation. I loved it when they were both back to back because that was mm. great. It was like two hours of of amazing Star Wars stuff. Um, now that ended before this, but I have to tell you this. Mandalorian is must watch TV if you're a Star Wars fan. Must watch, um, and and that's hard to say in a, this day and age because there's a lot of trashy things on on TV. There's a lot of bad content. Disney Plus is 
pretty decent with content, but overall, a lot of the stuff I see on TV nowadays, because it's just, it's just all watered out. There's so many weird things going on. There's shows that I just, I'm, I always wonder, like, who the heck watches these shows? This one here, I don't even care if you're a Star Wars fan. You really don't have to be to enjoy this show. That's how good it is. I totally agree. I mean, how it's written, and, and hey, my wife is a testament to this because Emily is not a huge Star Wars fan, but she was very excited to watch every week of this this episode, uh, which is very uncharacteristic of her. Typically, with a lot of these Disney Plus shows, not that they're bad because we know how good they are. She's just not that into them. But she was very excited to watch each of these Mandalorian episodes because you're right. You don't have to be a Star Wars fan to enjoy this sort of like sci-fi Western drama. I mean, that's like kind of the best category I could give this uh, this narrative of a show. And look, I'll go ahead and say it right out the gate. My favorite show of all time is Lost. It still holds number one spot to me. I just love the story and you know I could talk about it forever, but... Number two now is definitely Mandalorian. It is it has secured that spot. I think it is that well written. It's that well casted. Uh, I just I really think it is a an excellent show, and I look forward to the future where I forget it and I get to go back and rewatch it all again <laughs> because it's just that good. Um, so yeah, let's talk about a little bit about this season, Brian. Like, what are let's talk about some pros and some cons. Maybe things you like, didn't like. So I don't know if you want to start and just. Well, I'll, I'll you know, tell you. Okay, and just just to to categorize what you were just 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 to yeah, echo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my 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 favorite TV series of all time is Justified. Right below that love is, Justified. is is Nash Bridges. Nash Bridges, I think, was just I, I could watch that over and over again. Mandalorian is right there, and sometimes I, I, you know, I could go back and forth between them all now. Yeah. But um, but Mandalorian is is that good again? Like I say, it's as it's as good as it gets. And why I say that is, there's watch okay rewatchability is really important. That always is. But the fact that you don't know what's going to happen, a lot of it's unpredictable. I I love being shocked, but I also like seeing things that were done wrong in some of the last star Wars movies mm-hmm. rated here. And this, this yeah. was the opportunity. And it's a, the one thing I have to say is um, John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni, they, they spent the, they've been spending the time to write the wrongs that we saw previously. Yeah. That's right. And I enjoy that. That's a great thing. And for a star Wars fan, sometimes you have to stand up and applaud. Yeah. Because I used to read all the Mandalorian books too. I, and again, this is something um, I do recommend go look at uh, there's man there's books about the Mandalorian and there's a lot of that stuff they're bringing it back and they're, and it's the, I stuff that I used to envision especially their their fortress and where they lived and their and their planet um, a lot of it they they must have you know looked and done the research because a lot of how I vision and you know you know all of all of you guys listeners know when you read a book. Um, your mind is painting the picture based on, you don't know, you don't always have a, an idea of what it is. So I had a, a picture in my mind painted of Mandalore and, the, and that, and their, um, and the lake and all that. And I have to tell you, it was pretty close to what I pictured. Yeah. That was amazing to me. I, I, I felt like a little kid. So that's the stuff that I like the other, the other thing. And, and, and I'll, I'll so to start off with the pros and cons, I'll start off with a big pro and the big pro 
is the the development of Bo-Katan Kreese, Yes, which I is was going to mention classic that. character. Also, one of my favorite actresses, Katie Sackhoff. Um, she's she was in Battlestar Galactica and Longmire. Longmire, two, yep. Two other amazing shows. Like Longmire is I another Longmire. great series, guys. Yep. If you haven't seen Longmire, watch Longmire. She plays a you know it's an it is a weird character. She plays it great. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica. She's amazing in that. Right. Chronicles of Riddick. She was into. She but. I am I'm a big fan of her. So I was worried at first when they put her in that role. I said, oh, how is that going to work? She played it off perfectly. But she, and, you know, what's cool about it is she was voicing Bo-Katan, the animated Bo-Katan. This yep. was her first time when she, you know, came on screen playing the real Bo-Katan. And she, she said how cool of an experience that was. Oh, yeah. And she's you know? perfect for the job. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you know what? I, I, I have to say, I'm not going to, you know, whether whether I say the certain word or not, but she's bad. Um, you know, I want to say I'll, we can we can bleep I can bleep myself out later, but I'll bleep myself. I'm going to say she was she was badass, and I that was cool. As much as Mando is a tough guy and a great fighter and amazing, and we love him, she was amazing. She's amazing the way like she jumps and slides and does all these crazy things. Um, when you watch very, her, very good character. Very yeah, when, good character. Yeah, when you watch, uh, me and uh, some of my friends at church this last Wednesday were talking about this. When you watch, um, it's a great after church discussion, by the way. <laughs> when you watch, you know, my my prompt here was because I wasn't familiar with you know the comics or the stories or books of Mandalorian, so the Mandalorian show is my first exposure to Mandalorians outside of you know Jango Fett, Boba Fett, that kind of stuff, but. As far as the lore or the Mandalorians themselves, this is my first exposure. So taking that into account, when you hear that there was a war between the Jedis and the Mandalorian, I was before the show, I was thinking, man, nothing can touch a Jedi, right? Uh, Jedis are untouchable. And then you see how the Mandalorians fight. I say all that to say that uh, one of my buddies brought up the fact when her and Axe Wolves were fighting, you know, like that challenge that they had. Uh, the first scene. Yes. Yes. You know, you, you could see it. Well, then later on, uh, when, uh, Axe Wolves and I forgot the character's name, but with the big machine gun blaster, yeah, I loved him too. He when, when they challenged each other, you saw how effective they were at fighting and using the jetpack to like jump and roll and, and how they incorporated all of their tools, because it's not just a, Hey, we have blasters. We shoot, we have knives, we stab, it's a it's a whole arsenal of tools like a Swiss Army knife that their armor their their um, you know whatever that they're using jetpack all is used together to make the Mandalorian fighting style and I think that is super cool and was something I never even noticed that could happen for Mandalorians so that well, is really I, neat. I think yeah and so the the, the person the, the the guy with the machine gun uh, that's that's Paz Vizsla yeah um, and. Yeah, I think he died. Like they he never, yeah. they never show you if he really died, but it kind of looks like he I'm did. I'm sure he did. Um, yeah, but that a great character, you know, amazingly tough. That amazing weapon. He was the only one strong enough to wield that weapon. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Because he he was that was a great character too. Great character. Definitely. Um, but so the the whole thing, you know, the 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 backline of of the Mandalorian is the Mandalorian were at one time friendly with the Jedi. 
And then something yep. happened, and then then the the empire actually hired them because they're bounty hunters, right? They're bounty right. hunters. They're bounty hunters. Right. Yep. The the empire hunted them. I mean, hired them to go help them in the in the war against the Jedi. And so they did it because they were paid for it, and they and they did and they did obviously did a very good job. And they worked on weapon weaponry, and also the Baskar it, it's uh you can handle the lightsaber. So right. that's, it was. That, that's why. So then, there, so there was a there was a turnaround. But what happened, just like it always does, the empire turned on them because they thought that they were getting too powerful. Right. And the empire went after them and just devastated them and didn't destroy their planet. Yep. Didn't just yet. Yeah, didn't just beat them. Destroyed the planet. Right. Basically yeah. tried to wipe them out of existence. But luckily, they you know they had underground fortresses. They they had a lot of people that left and were out, but. You're talking about an entire planet that's only now, you know, there's 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 a lot of them, but there's nowhere near, obviously, for a planet. There, right. I, mean, I don't even know if there were a thousand. I don't remember how many of there were. Right. I couldn't tell. But you you got to think about, you know, what how many people died, how many Mandalorians right. did die. Um, so they have a deep hatred for the Empire. Yep. Which is which is pretty wild. So okay, so that's that that's big. So I I say my big pro right now is Bo-Katan Creed Creed. I'm sorry. And that development of that character and making it what I thought it would should be. That's a good one. That's a good one to start. And I'm going to, I'm going to go with one that's, um, I say yours is very important. And this one is maybe not as hugely important, but it was still very cool. And I really liked this storyline. And that was uh, Grief Karga, the High Magistrate of Navarro. I mean, how nice of a guy would you want running your planet? I mean, this just seems like, you know, out of and that's this was something I thought about earlier, Brian. Like, what what planet would I choose to live on in in the, in the season three? You know, out of the planets that we saw, you know, where would you choose to go? And Navarro is very high up the list because of the the society. Now they weren't very well at all at protecting themselves. You know, they were very much a planet of citizens and not much a planet of um, you know f- warriors or fighters. That's why you know Dinjarin helped a little bit, but then. The IG-11 tie-in at the end was really cool because he became the marshal of Navarro. So I just thought that the, you know, not a huge pro, but a, a pro for sure, was the Navarro tie-in with Grief Cargus. So I really liked his character. I liked uh, the Mandalorian coming back, visiting him, helping him, you know, seeking him for information. You know, the pirate invasion was a really cool episode. It was a great episode. And, I uh, love that. I love it, that. I just, I just, I don't know. I liked his character a lot. So that's, that was a pro for me. I like that kind of side storyline. So yeah, another, another amazing, cool thing to me was a couple of the bar scenes. And so the one bar where, um, Din Djarin goes and, and he, and he, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank of what, what the guy's name was. Uh, the new Republic go, he, guy, excuse me, the new Republic guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know um, his name either, but I know you're talking about. So, uh, goes to uh was that carson carson tiva um he goes to he goes to to meet him and talk and and in that bar sitting at the bar where where was one of the people from um from rebels and i i am i had to go back and do a double take i've actually i actually went back and and rewound stopped it or rewound it was definitely him and i thought that was amazing they're tying in these other shows. Right. So they're tying yep. in some of the the animated things, and then in the last, um, mm. there was there was there was another guy in the in the very last episode too, 
from another one of the animations. And that, that was just like great because they're actually, yep. they do these things. And they, of course they put these Easter eggs in there for that reason. Right. Um, and I love that. They're, they're making, so cool. they're yeah. make they're tying in all these things in case they want to do it. They want to, they want to come back later and bring them in. Um, you know, because Ezra Bridges is going to come soon, mm-hmm. right? Ezra's going to come. And now you're making one of his, one of his uh, shipmates was at the bar. And, yep. and that was great. I just, I, I was that dying. Cool. I was, that was a definite something where a lot of us were, a lot of my friends were, and I were talking about, we're like, I can't believe he was there. So yeah. that was, that was great. Now um, we'll see more. I obviously, obviously we're going to see more with time, but yeah, that was another, another big one for me is the, is the Easter eggs. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that's super cool. Another one um, is, this is one of my favorite characters. And I could not, I mean, you say that Bo-Katan is bad. My my version of bad would be the armorer. She was one of my favorite characters this whole season. And you ask Emily, I mean, wielding those those axes and how just how she fought and her armor was not even that like extravagant. How she had like the fur shoulders and the the helmet, but she still had the jetpack and but she wielded those axes and she was just bad, man. She. She was so cool, and I, I like her character itself. I mean, she's been a a, a present kind of steadfast factor throughout m- most of this show because she's been the forger of the weapons, and she, she had a very important role in in the uh, the the way um, the, what they follow, and she's very loyal to it. She was kind of like the judge and the armor, the forger, whatever you want to call her role in the in the order, uh, but. And then just how she presented herself, how she spoke, it was just a very cool character to me. I, I mean, I really, so I was a huge fan of the armor. And then, you know, Lady Kreese, your reinforcements have arrived when she was flying in with the with the rest of the crew. She just was very organized. And I know there was a lot of rumors out there how at the end she was going to maybe be a, you know, working for the bad guys and how there, there could have been some tie in there. And I, I saw how the rumors could have been true. I was really hoping that it was not going to be true and, and it, and it was not. So she was a force for good. She was there at the end at Mandalore with the great forge was being relit. And she was right there. Definitely at um, that final scene, which I'll mention in a minute on a separate thing. She was there at the initiation too. So I just really liked her character. I, I, I don't know what it was about her. She just was, she was cool to me. So I'm here for the armor for sure. No, and and that's that's amazing. I, I think, you know, what's we're we're laying the ground. Um, we're laying the ground for some other classic characters. Like I say, Ezra Bridges is going to come. I really think Sabine Wren is again. I've I've already heard the rumors, and they they, they already have the person. I've I've seen um, posted pictures of her, so they, they they're already filming this stuff. But um, so it's not a secret. But Sabine Wren, who is another one from Rebels is going to be coming right and and then when i saw you know zeb zeb was the character that was in the bar um so zeb was there and and I, i'm like okay this is all gonna happen like mm-hmm. this is stuff this stuff is really cool um it's right. it's definitely gonna be happening and, and i love that um and then and then the other character the other character that um was pretty wild what was um Hype, hype, Phazon, which was, which is actually, which is actually uh, Donald Phazon, the, the actor. That's from Rebellion, and he was at the bar 
in the last episode. Ah. So that like this this means they're tying in these somehow or another they're tying in these shows. That's cool. Yeah. And I I just again they they're John Favreau, Dave Filoni, they're they're Star Wars educated. They're Star Wars fans. They look they they yeah. know the history. They know the characters. They know the whole tie-ins, which is what a lot of the people who did the last three movies didn't really spend the time to know that they yeah. weren't the, they weren't those diehard Star Wars people like like myself. Uh, like like I, I you know I. I I'm sorry, but I, you know I'm not embarrassed to say like I I read all the books, I I look at the comic, I I, I know yeah. a lot of Star Wars. Sometimes I know way too much that I need to know, um, but that's that's what makes it so cool because there's no other IP out there, and I'm sorry, that goes in so many different directions, and has so many different types of things that you like. You could say what Harry Potter is like Harry Potter, no, right. it's not. Yeah, Lord, yeah. Of the, Lord of the Rings, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have that mix of all the different things. This one does, and we're tying these together. Yeah. So it's ex- it's exciting, and that's uh, I, I'm I'm feeling like a little kid now. I'm, I'm really that's how excited I am because you know you don't get to see these things. You know, when I was growing up, Evan, it was you know we you would read the stuff. The odds of it ever showing up on in a movie or a TV or had to have it halfway realistic was not going to happen. You know, comic books, you would see that they would do movies of comic books and it would, they would be terrible. You know, they would just not you know, like, Oh, that just, that's the worst looking captain America I ever saw in my life. And, and that, so you would kind of be turned off by it. Yeah. Yeah. And now obviously Marvel is amazing. It's coming into, and these star yeah. Wars things, you just, they're tying these things together. And uh, I just want to see more of this. I, I want to see more. Um, and again, when you catch up with Bad Batch, you're gonna, there's actually a tie-in with Bad Batch in this too. So um, I don't want to give that away, but no, I'm gonna. I'm, that's next something. on my list. I'm watching Bad Batch, and then we'll do an episode on it. I've already because decided. There's a tie-in there too, but I didn't want to go. I'm not going to go okay. into that because you, I know you haven't done that. I'll yet. definitely watch it, and then we'll we'll do an episode on it. Yeah. That's next on so, my list. So that's sure. what I'm saying. Like those those are the kind of things that I will tell you that just jazzed me up, made me look forward to. Hey, it's Wednesday. You know, oh, I mean, oh, I how know. often do you do that anymore? Right? I you know. Just, you, you don't, don't do that because we're stream stuff, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah. So, okay. Super so, cool. Go, what's, go ahead. What's the next thing you have? Okay, so next one, let's just talk about Grogu for a second. Okay. Um, you, you know, at the end of the first season when Luke Skywalker showed up, we talked about how much of a like a draw dropping moment that was right. But still I couldn't make this detachment in my head because Grogu was the same species as Yoda, that Grogu was not going to be a Jedi, you know, because Grogu can use the force, same species as Yoda. Like this kid is going to be a Jedi. That's just kind of what I thought. Right. And it wasn't until, you know, the end of kind of last season and this season, when you really see, no, Grogu is going to be a Mandalorian. And just a Mandalorian that happens to use the force. And so we see a lot of things with Grogu. Of course, Grogu um, has to be brave, right? It kind of pilots this IG-11 at the at the final battle scenes. And then, you know, the it is destroyed and he has to kind of run in the rafters. And that whole scene was kind of funny because he's just still young. He can't really fight yet, right? Uh, but then sort of at his initiation ceremony at the end, or his baptism, if you want to call it, into the order where Din Djarin makes the huge announcement of I'm going to adopt him as my son and he's going to be my apprentice and they have to go off 
off world so that he can join him on his travel. So all of this stuff solidifies the fact that Grogu is going to be a Mandalorian of sorts, I guess, which is just interesting to me because we're so used to seeing that species as a Jedi. Now, could they be both? I mean, could it just be a Mandalorian that happens to use the force? I don't know what the future looks like, but we definitely see his, his willingness, even as a child to be adopted and to follow the the way um, because he's following his now father. Um, so just this kind of, this kind of evolution of Grogu um, throughout the whole show. And, and can I say probably to me, I mean, and this was definitely meant to be that scene, but one of the coolest scenes was when Grogu's using the force to wield off the fire Yo, around amazing. Din Djarin and, and Bo-Katan. I mean, that was such a cool scene and he's like, you know, just using it to protect them. So I think we've seen, Although Grogu doesn't have a lot of, because um, he's, he's not a, you know, a, a speaking character, still very young. So it's not like, it's a very, a, a huge icon. So Grogu is a big icon. People want merchandise with Grogu, all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't until I think the end of this season where we've seen sort of this overall evolution of, of Grogu as a character. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And you know what? I have to say... What I also have noticed, and I, I agree with everything you just said, so like it's all you're, you're spot on with that stuff. Yeah. Another thing too I want to say is, um, the Mandalorian. When we so season one Mandalorian, he he doesn't you know he doesn't like droids. He doesn't like people. Right. That's friends, right. Doesn't have a doesn't care for a lot of people. Kind of yep. lives lives on his own. He's 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 his own person, right? Yep. Very similar to Boba Fett. Boba Fett was sure yeah at one time, right? So they you know. So, so he has evolved to a point where he has friends. He has droids that he likes because, you yep. know, he that. So, um, what's the droid? Uh, what was the droid who helped them? Um, IG Eleven. Yeah. No. 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 The one. Uh, well, I. Oh, R Five. IG Eleven. He did get to like. Yes. That R Five droid at the right, end. Right. The R Five. So yep. he would say, "My, hey, buddy, come on, good job." Yeah. But that's that, right. That he would not. You know, the old that's, Mandalorian that's would not have yep. done that. Right. So he yep. he definitely has evolved as a person that's you know, true he's he's got he's gotten to a point he's actually um he has friends he you know he, he now he's part of a clan he's yep. not a loner anymore but you, what you, what i do see and obviously it's very obvious he has a deep parental love for for grogu he does yep. and he shows that and he cares but he also knows that he's still still mandalorian he wants he wants he wants him to be Toffee, you know, because like the one, right. there was a one scene where he says, "Okay, listen, I need you to be strong here. I need you to be brave. That's yeah, right. I need yep. you to be brave. Yeah, and that's uh, great because he's he's got that, you know, yeah, that the original right. guy that we from season one. Yeah, he would never have been that person. He oh, could never he, have evolved that way. Right, and like the uh, scene where they were on the, the kind of their hideout planet for the time being, and and the two the two kids, like he put Grogu there next to that kid so that they could sort of fight or like duel, yes. you know? I mean, he, he cared about him. He wanted to toughen him up. Like you're saying, very, very parental of like a father son kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, and I like that. So, you know, I, I have heard people say, Oh, that, what a stupid, you know, it's stupid. I don't like that. I don't like that character. It, it, it takes away from the rest of the thing. But it doesn't. It's, it's almost reminds me of like a John Wayne movie where they would put John Wayne. What was that? The, the Cowboys where they put John Wayne with tough, rough and tough John Wayne with these kids. 
Yeah. And you would think, what is he why, on a, why do they right. put John Wayne on a show with these kids? Well, it shows the evolution of the character where That's right. this yep. rough and tough guy is softened by this character that he comes across that just comes into his life and changes things. Right. And that's, that's pretty amazing. And, and again, credit to John Favreau and credit to Dave Filoni, because this stuff is all, none of this stuff was from books. This, this, they, they took what was known about the Star Wars universe and merged it into their storyline. And that's, what's amazing. That's what is so, why these people are so talented and probably they make the money, this crazy amount of money that they make is because they're able to do that. I mean, they're, they're able to mm-hmm. take the right storyline, follow along with what people are familiar with and then building, build these two characters. I'm not even more. Okay. Let's say, I was like, Bo-Katan is a character. Bo-Katan sure. was there. These, some of these other characters are only existed in the universe. Right. But right. These, these two new characters, more than anything else that totally totally have now enveloped our lives to the point where they're they're characters you can see when you go to galaxy's edge yeah. they're they're showing up in every every memorabilia exhibition that, that i go to you go to comic-con you go to any of these shows they have mandalorian things up the gazoo and grogu things all over the place yeah yeah um it's it's become part of of what we think of Star Wars now. And and yeah, mm-hmm. we we talk about and and let me tell you something. You this was you and I'm going to give you a lot of credit for this. When we did the when we did the uh Mount Rushmore. You fought very hard to get the Mandalorian in there. Yep. And let me tell you something, Mandalorian. It is solidified. It's yeah, solidified. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Right, and it's there now. So yeah, yeah, that's that's, right. that's the you know that's the good that's the great. So I mean, we we talked about a lot of pros. You, so how about this? Do you have any Do you have any cons? I do. I do have some cons. Sure, just, one last okay. One last little comment okay. about that. I just I just had this thought as you were talking because you know, Grogu, like you like you said, some people thought it like what's the purpose of it, but just keep in mind, folks, that like Grogu throughout this whole thing was always even though Grogu's young and inexperienced he always lasted. He was always okay in these big major fights. He would either like be smart enough to hide or to use the force or these, these things you would expect a child to do. So my last little thought on this is we know how powerful master Yoda was as that species, as a Jedi, right? The quick nimbleness, like with that, that scene where you're fighting uh, the emperor and just, just how well master Yoda was. So can you imagine a mature adult Grogu as a Mandalorian that can also use the force. I mean, come on, this is going to be, if we ever get to see that, it's going to be a very strong, powerful character. Yeah. And well, I, I agree. Master, so I do. The one thing I do have to say about, and that this is, this is great, Evan, because great, great discussion. Great, great point. The thing about this is with the force, we all know, He's got eventually going to have to be trained somewhere, somewhere along the line. Like I know, cause you know, Luke, Luke did try, you know, right. back in the, Luke did try to start training him and um, somewhere along the line, he's going to have to get, cause I don't know if he can, train if he him wants himself. to pursue that, right. He's going to have to pursue you know? it, but eventually yeah. he will. So I think he will. Um, I think that's something that's going to happen. Once yeah. he knows 
he's he's gonna be like, wow, I have this powerful thing. I want to learn how to do it right. Sure. I gotta yeah. talk to somebody. Now, Surely he will. Yeah. Don't go talk to a Sith, hopefully, but I don't think he's gonna do that. Right. Yeah. Um. But but you know, I, I want to I want to be able to do that. So yeah, it, it's it's exciting. It's opening up tons of storylines. Um. Now we do know. One of the things about this is it's starting to, you know, timeline-wise, you know, it's the it's the start of of the evil coming back, right? It's you know, that's right. It, like yep. even though Moff Gideon is is gone, that it's starting, it's starting again, right? It's start. It, you, that's you're right. seeing the yep. evil start to come back now, so we're going to yep. see what what happens um, with time. Well, because uh, although Moff Gideon's dead, you, you know, of course, the council room scene of all the other Empire leaders are not dead. So we're no, and, and you Grand, know. and so they have, so they, you know, they they they're talking about Grand Admiral, yeah, yep, and Grand, and he's another, he's a vicious guy, and he's he's an amazing character, and I, you, we're gonna, you know, somewhere along the line, he's coming, he's yep. coming, right? That's the next. They, they they've already it's it's it the play is there it's going to be coming soon and yep. um he's another you know big evil guy that's going to happen and and we're going to see obviously you know uh ashoka is probably going to dive into that a little bit and we'll yeah we'll see that coming up soon but um looking forward to it this is all yep, you know absolutely I, again i'm getting i'm getting all i'm getting all goosebumps now this i know great. i know it's, it's cool stuff all right so you mentioned con so let's talk about that so a couple i had one is <clears throat> The, the ending of Moff Gideon, I just I just feel like it's lacking, Brian. I really think that we – deserved is the wrong word. I think it would have been a stronger ending, and I, it's purposeful to do this because it's leaving us questioning, is he really dead? Is he yeah, alive? He's really dead. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I'm just – I just wish that it would have ended with – you know, some sort of resolution with Moff Gideon instead of it being open-ended. That's just, I just felt as if it would have been stronger if they would have really, you know, when she said Mandalorians were stronger together and then they would have defeated him and it would have showed him like, you know, dead on the ground or something that just to me would have been a stronger ending. I know this also leaves it open again. Just it's like, look, Moff Gideon escaped death the first time. Did he escape it again? Is we're going to have the Moff Gideon, you know, lingering around the whole rest of whatever, and so um, I just wish, that, not a huge con, but I just wish we would have gotten a resolution on, okay, the villain of the whole, you know, series is kind of, he's dead. You know, he, they, they got him. So I missed that kind of uh, resolution or that, that feeling of uh, conclusion or whatever that was there. But that's okay. I mean, like I'm saying, it's not a huge con, but that was a little bit of a, well, in the show notes, in the show notes, it doesn't say that he's dead. I just want to tell you that right now. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about it. it said, you know, it, it definitely, they definitely says that Paz Vizula was dead. The, uh, the the guy with the big machine gun. Yes. Um, yeah. It does say he's dead. It doesn't say that Gideon is dead. Right. Maybe, maybe did that did that armor? Yeah, that I know. Did it show? Who knows? You know. Who knows? I, I don't know. We'll see. Um. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know what to say because it, it it's uh, we'll see. I mean, that's okay. And look, if he comes back, whatever. But I just wish we would have had that. They got him, you know. That just there's just Gian, that. Giancarlo, Giancarlo Esposito was a great actor. Oh um, yeah, I, I absolutely. Think that, you know, it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt having him there. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll definitely yeah. see. What about a con or negative for you? Do you have any? Oh yeah, there's there's a there's here's mine. 
Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll start out with a with a pretty. This one's not a bad one. I, I did like Christopher Lloyd's character. I did. I think that was a good one. It was a good thing to get him in there, and I think he did a good job. Okay, so I'm not going to say that was uh, Commissioner Hellgate or something. That, that whatever. So he was good. Yeah. I did to like that that episode. I, I didn't like Jack Black and Lizzo. I didn't either. I did you know, not either. Nothing against either of them. They're they're fine. They're fine. And Lizzo is probably a little bit better than Jack Black. Jack Black. I just had a hard time. He 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 he's not a serious actor. But he, you know there are star things he does serious, and he does actually a very good job. He's a he's a terrific actor. I'm not no. There's no. This is not a knock on Jack Black because Jack Black has got some great great content. That's not that's not it. The way he played that role, there was a little bit too comedic edge in it. Lizzo wasn't that. Yeah, I agree. She was okay. Actually, I, 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 I'll take that back. Lizzo wasn't as much of a con. Um, the two of them together was a con. I just didn't think. It was a little bit chintzy or oh, tacky yeah, it was to totally, me. It, it really was. Now, again, they were they were trying to be nice people that were taken advantage of. I know that yeah. whole thing. But it, it just was kind of weird. And That I, was a weak sit, episode, in my opinion. Very weak episode. I know there's something, there's a reason why they had it, and we maybe will see something later on about that episode. But to me, that was like one episode that you know I'm not gonna, I don't care about watching that one over again because I got nothing out of that episode. Yeah, that's right. I, I really don't want to, you know, let, that's as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, I mean it's not good. But so that was that was my con. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good one. Uh, my next con was the whole episode with the doctor. You know, I'm not, I'm not a huge, I wasn't a huge fan of that little side storyline. I mean, he was mentioned again at the end, you know, the, the, the cloning doctor, right. That mm-hmm. defected from the empire and went to work with, um, I guess, oh gosh, Aliyah Kane, the, the lady who was, yep, yep defected from the empire was really bad so she actually to me that actress uh did an excellent job which was katie Katie o'brien yeah Yeah. she did an excellent job playing that character was very serious it kind of definitely gave that rough edge it's like okay she's still bad right and she's counseling with moff gideon so i think that role was pretty good but i just think the the doctor sideline to me had the same effect it was a it, I don't know if it, weak is the right word. I just, I did not enjoy it as much, in my opinion. So that left some to be desired. And I know that, you know, you kind of have to put in some filler stuff every now and then and, you know, grow some maybe sub B characters in a way or whatever. But that left some to be desired, in my opinion. No, you know, and so here's what I got out of those episodes. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this is from, from a Star Wars fan. So. I understand somewhere along the line they had to talk about this because there were okay there's there was a war there were prisoners of war there were things that happened what did they do with the people yeah obviously they tried to rehabilitate some people they tried yep. to rehabilitate them Coruscant I, I, Coruscant always kind of um, it interests me because it's a it's a planet that it's evolved so much that there's buildings upon buildings and buildings and there's layers. And there's an underlayer. There's no there's no ground really anymore, right? Yeah. So that was like the last tree that's still visible on the top of the last tree, or like, right. uh, like that's some cool stuff. And that and that they did a yep. decent job representing that. Yep. Um. Yes. Yes. It was. It was Different, a very interesting guess, story. Or, but know. this is going to lead to other things, Evan. Yeah. You're right. Uh, again, 
watch watch Bad Batch. Okay. Um, okay. There's okay. there's other. We're gonna get more out of it for for a person not understanding right now, because the the so the character, the Elia Kane, that character I really don't, I have not come across, but it, it does exist. Um, very evil, more evil than you think, and I had this feeling when I was like, she's really is she really trying to help this guy? Right. Maybe there's yeah. something else. It's too convenient that she's always seems to be exactly where he was, really what he needed to be right. all the time. Maybe that was a good little reveal there when at the end, you know, when yeah. she kind of got him taken down or whatever. Right, right, right. So that was pretty wild, and 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 so, um, I was very curious with that. That's that's very curious. But you saw that whole scene there at the very end of the last episode, where they had all the um all the clones of, of, of yes. Mahi, okay. Right? That was going to be my next mention. And, yep. and, and that was pretty wild because um, it, what they weren't finished. And right. I think that she needed that guy to help them uh, help him. Yep. But maybe that could have been something, but yes, I have to tell you that episode. If you don't, if you're watching that episode, it almost like, a, it's almost like it belonged on Andor. Yes. Okay. Right? Perfect, perfect tie-in, Brian. That yeah. so it would have been why, great on Andor. But you're gonna see because I loved Andor. I right. loved Andor. So these guys, again, I'm telling you right now, John Favreau, Dave Fellini, they do, they know what they're doing. So there's something that's gonna tie in here, and I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I agree uh, with you on that. The thing yep. is, with the with the Jack Black and Lizzo thing. I don't know where that's going yeah, to tie in. Yeah, me either. No, it that was might, just kind of blue. But it might, right? So, like, <laughs> let's see what happens. It might. Yeah. But with that one there, that's going to tie into other things because you're going to see that because there's going to be more clones. There's going to be something going yep. on with that. Um, again, when you watch Bad Batch, you're going to know a lot. Of, you, there's definitely a tie in there with that one. Gotcha. Um, okay. But but it's going to be there's going to be more. There's going to be more. This is going to develop from there, and and then that's what we're going to see because there's not there's no way they would just shoved it in there. They didn't say, hey, you know what? We have nothing to put in this episode. Let's let's just throw this in there. Right. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. I I I myself like the Coruscant things because we really they never really dove into it in the books. They always talked about Coruscant, and and in some of the Clone Wars. Um, animation. They did have some good scenes there, but in most of the other ones, you didn't really, you didn't really look at it that much. But I got that. Mm-hmm. You got the feeling like, I don't know if I would like to live there because you don't see much green. All it is is like buildings upon buildings upon buildings, and you don't really see any vegetation or any water because it yeah. just developed and developed. It's you know, it's but it's the capital of the universe basically. So. Yeah. I, I think that was good in that case there for a Star Wars fan. Yes, you got to see some, but it, there's no, there was no story that tied in with the rest of everything. It totally did not. You're right. I agree with you. It did not tie yeah. in with everything. Um, so that, that I could see that being a con. And we'll, we'll see. You know what? This would be a good one to see, you know, two years from now. We'll, we'll be like, oh, there right. it, now we know why. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back and watch it over again. So since you mentioned, I have one last little con that I'm done. Then you can finish it out. So the clones, right? Uh, I think that's a strong story right there. Because what I didn't know is, you know, Moff Gideon sits there and announces, you destroyed my clones. And my purpose was to make a army that also used the force with 
the Beskar armor. I mean, come on now. What a strong storyline. And I, it showed it in passing, and it showed it in that last episode, and it was a great attention grabber. I just wish they would have developed that a little bit more in, in kind of the story of maybe why. I mean, of course, we know why he wanted that. He wanted to rule and reign. But, like, I don't know. I just It left me wanting a little bit more of that, whatever that would be. And I don't even know how to fill that in. But seeing those clones and knowing what he wanted to do with them, um, picturing some of like his plans and coming to that conclusion, something like that. I just, and again, you know, obviously my negatives are very weak negatives because of how great this show is. So these are not negatives. These are just things I would have liked to seen expanded or done differently. That's how I'll uh, word my con list. So I just would like to have seen more about Moff Gideon's clones before they were destroyed. I don't know. That just was really cool when he said what he his plan to do with it. And I'm like, oh man, if those clones would have gotten out and been what he intended them to be, that would almost be unstoppable. So it oh, yeah. uh, was really a cool little idea. I just wish I would have seen it develop more. Yeah. And he didn't have, so he, so Moff Gideon didn't have the force. So, right. Like, so he was going to try to engineer them I, into. For some reason, I thought he did, but I don't know why. Maybe I, I misunderstood that he did not. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you the the piece of the the piece of this that that bothered me. And um, so one of my cons was okay. So he, um, Din Djarin goes to Mandalore, and he's going to go bathe in the waters, and. So he goes there, and Bo-Katan Creed is there watching, and he goes, he steps in the water, and then he falls, and he and, and like, wait, what? Why does he not know how deep it is, and how? Yeah. Like, wouldn't his sensors have figured this out? <laughs> yeah. And second of all, does that mean he can't swim with the heavy armor? Like, why couldn't he swim? That's funny, right? I don't know what happened there with that. Why did that become? She saved his life was great, but. You know, and obviously the guy. purpose was for her to see the mythosaur. I mean, that was the purpose yeah. of that. But what yeah, a yeah, yeah. what a kind of a dumb way to get to that. I get what you're saying. That bothered me. So I wasn't sure. Like, why? Well, yeah, he he's better than that. Like that's yeah. like like he's not like I don't I couldn't see him screwing up like that. So that that to me was was weird. I don't know why. You know, did some, did the waters have something some power over him? I don't know. Yeah. But um. That that kind of I was like, what? what what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. Um, it did. You know, I have to tell you, like you can obviously tell that that um, Bo-Katan and 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 uh, and the Mandalorian, they're 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 going to be bonded for life. I think they're you know we're yeah. going to see they're going to always take care of each other and make sure that's that right. They have each other's back, which I think is great. Um, but remember when she was sitting in her in her palace. She could care less about him. She was just that's right. There. She was she was so bummed out. Yeah. The other con I have is the dark saber was kind of ruined. Yeah, that's a good point. I kind of I like that. I like that tool. I like that. And, Me too. You know, so maybe maybe it comes back to life. Who knows? Because all these things, you know, they can always figure out a way to come, make it come back. And they I, it's it's such a staple of their their life, their yeah. their lore, and and it was just crushed like so easily. <laughs> And I'm like, gosh, that was kind of a letdown. It was. It was kind. Of, it kind of bothered me. Um, but maybe, maybe again, maybe they can build again because you know what, lightsabers come and go. Lightsabers come yep, and go. Yep, maybe yep, they, maybe right. they can do the same with that. 
So maybe, you know, who knows what's, you know, maybe that's not, but to me, that bothered me that it was ruined. Um, too powerful of a, too powerful of a, of a thing. I did also like, I, I have to tell you, this is, this is a, this is go back. Let's go back to a, a pro thing. The scene where they were in the, this, they were, he was trying to get to the laboratory or the, or the, or the uh, main office to get, to get to um, Moff Gideon. And they had the, they had the, the different doors, mm-hmm. uh, the different yes. like, force field doors. Yeah, they had to open one at a time. One very time, cool one scene, time, right? And that's a, that's a little bit of a throwback to other to other Star Wars movies. That that's happened before in another thing. But I love that whole scene. That was a terrific scene. The fighting, Definitely. the fighting was great. And 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 then these guards. Then when he gets the the red guards. Oh yeah, were amazing too. Like getting to see them. Absolutely. Um, to, you know, and again, we they're they're going to be at um. From what I hear, they're going to be at at, uh, at at one of the Disney parks. You're going to see the Red Guards. I don't, I don't, which oh, one. they cool. are going to be there. We're going to see the Red Guards. They're, they're going to be there. They were there, and just you know, they were there at Old Star Wars weekend. So it's not like they're new characters, but now they're coming back. I heard that. I heard that that's happening. Um, they are great. They're a great character, and and that it's good. Now again, he he kicks their butt. I love it, but Grogu helps him. Love that the two of them, the two of them together are powerful. So that's right. another thing that I want to see. You know, the two of them together as a team, they're going to be super powerful. And we'll see with time. Yeah. Interesting to me. So that's really it for me. I mean, it's a great, great show. I So the rumor I saw floating around is that the storyline will be concluded with the Mandalorian movie. I don't know if that's true or not. I, just, I saw that floating around the Internet. So I don't know if they'll end it with a movie or if they'll do another season. I don't know, but I'm just uh, I'm looking forward to where this goes. I know this isn't the end of Mandalorian, whatever they, however they decide to conclude it. So I'm just looking forward to it because what a great show! And uh, I'm looking forward to the next Star Wars series. You know, I know there's a lot coming down the pipeline. I know Ahsoka's next, or you know, there's a lot coming. And you know, Andor was a little bit slow, whereas Mandalorian to me was good from the beginning all the way through. Andor was a little bit slow and then it, it got better and I ended up really enjoying Andor. So I'm liking how this is going, Brian. I'm really liking these Star Wars TV series. I mean, Disney Plus series, but you know what I mean? They're just, they're really appealing. They're written well and they appeal to a broad range of audiences that may not be huge Star Wars lovers. So I think they just do it. They did it right with, with especially those two. I don't think the book of Boba Fett was as strong. We've talked about that, but definitely Andor Mandalorian, good stuff, and I'm looking forward to what's coming. Yeah, and and again, I I Boba Fett. See, I think the funny thing about Boba Fett is that I think Boba Fett, the the character of Boba Fett, people expected him to be this crazy, crazy villain guy and powerful, all powerful. But he really wasn't. If you actually were a fan of, um, if you were a fan of the, the you know, the, the whole, you know, read about them, he was never this, like, you know, obviously he got beat by Luke Skywalker. He got, you know, he was, he was almost killed by the Sarlacc. He, he wasn't as this powerful figure that everybody, you know, expected him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is, to me, that's why I think Boba Fett failed. If you if you go into it without thinking about that, it's actually better. 
But I do say, you know, I've read some, I've, I've read an article and it says Mandalorian, Mandalorian season four has been, uh, John Favreau says he has, John Favreau has already confirmed that season four of Mandalorian is a go. It's, I've written it already, he says. Cool. Um, we have a fully, fully formed story. We have it mapped out and there's, you know, and then, then they say, He's worked out with Filoni, and Filoni is the, Filoni's working on Ashok, uh, Ashoka, right? Yep. So there's going to be a tie in there. That's going to um, be awesome. And the skeleton, something to do with the skeleton crew, which I don't know a lot about that one. I have to do some more work reading on that one, the skeleton yeah. crew. So we're they're all going to tie in. They're all going to tie in. Again, these guys know what they're talking about. They know their stuff. We're going to see this. So yeah, there is a there is a Mandalorian season four, but there is going to be a movie, like you said too. Which is going to be crazy. <clears throat> Maybe they'll tie in uh, about us into the same character. Yeah. No. Um, but there will be a, there will be a movie too. So that'll be. But when is that movie going to be? Is it going to be before season four? Is it going to be after season four? And what's right. it going to tie in? And what what other what other characters are going to tie in together? But I I assume if they're going to do a movie, Evan, it's going to be Ashoka, Ezra Bridges, all these all these characters that are going to be coming soon. They're going to be in that movie. It'll be like the next round of Luke and Leia and, and Han and, and Chewbacca, right? We're going to have these other characters in that because you need you need a cast of four or five to pull off a movie. You can't have a movie with just one person, right? Right. right. So that could be the next you know, like the next generations Han and Luke and you know like that whole that whole situation there. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I don't know, but we'll see. But come on, this is only this is only going to get better. This he he has it already written. Yeah, that's great. I mean that's. Uh, it's cool stuff. Uh, yeah, no, this is great. I, I great episode. I, I, I want to. I could talk for like three hours on this stuff. Um, no, yeah. This is a this is a great bantering stuff, and um, yeah. You know, and guys, just so you guys know, sometimes Evan and I, after after we record, we sit around and talk for like an hour about stuff like this. So I have to tell you, this is <laughs> this is near and dear to our hearts. So we're, yeah, we're not right. just doing this on the on the podcast. This is stuff we like to talk about, and. Uh, I guarantee you, if him and I live closer to each other, we'd probably be like once a week hanging out and talking about. Oh this yeah, we'd be watching these together. Yeah. We'd be talking about Cause, it because because uh, that's what we, we we get off. Sometimes I'm like, hey, Evan, I gotta go eat dinner. Let me go. Um, yeah, and, and, and so we we have those discussions. He's got like he's like I gotta go take care, you know, Ezra. So let me go. But anyway, so that's um, I think this is great, great episode. Um, I'm glad we did it, and uh, everybody, if you guys have. If you want to know anything about Mandalorian or you want to talk about it, please reach out to us because we will banter with you all day on this. And you can come on and talk about like we could, you know, oh, yeah, we, we would love to do another Star Wars episode. Yeah. yeah, we could have some more roundtables like we'd love to have that. Just have some people come on and just chat about this stuff. Yep. Absolutely. We want to do it. OK. Thank you. Cool. Excellent episode, Brian, as you said. So, of course, if you want to reach out or reach out to us, maybe you do want to be on the show. Maybe we, we do want to do a Star Wars roundtable and we want to have you on it. So you can always reach us in our Facebook group, A Spoonful of Podcast Spoonie Nation, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can email us directly, info at com, And, of course, please don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're on there, and we do appreciate your support, and that is how we can grow our community by those rates and reviews. We do appreciate that. So without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of Mandalore Waters, 
Until next time, we'll see you then. As Admiral Akbar always says, and everybody, <laughs> take care, everybody. We have spoken. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a aspoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization. <laughs>